Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Double MP, the Mars Bukowski podcast. Of course, it's your boy Mars here with you for another week. We are at episode 16. Oh, man. It's been a madness. It's been an absolute madness. We have done a lot of shows. And obviously, last week we missed a show. That's because I was in XR, which is in the southwest of England. I'm not even allowed to do the whole never eat shredded wheat on the map just to make sure I get it right. But it's near Cornwall, near the edge of the UK. I was there for the weekend and I was really desperately trying to get a show out so you guys would have some content. But I didn't get back until like Monday evening. And when I tell you my journey there was like five hours, but it should only be three. The journey back was on a crowded train and it was packed. And I'm not gonna lie, there was some woman who was a being a busybody. She got on a like Yeovil. And I'm thinking, yeah, Yeovil, you know, I never I never thought in my life I'd ever be going to Yeovil, but you know, it is what it is. And um like you obviously it's corona in it, it's still like lockdown and that. So if people are trying to respect social distancing, this woman got on the train, it was already busy, and there was like two seats. So I was with one of my mates and like there was two seats, one next to me and one next to him. There's one of them table seats that you get on like overground trains for some people that don't know. So it's like two seats and then a table in between and then another seat, right? So it's usually for a, probably like four people who know each other would probably sit there in it, play cards, do whatever you gotta do to pass the train journey. My girl got on like five or seats back behind us and was trying to dictate that there was two available seats. Now. No, mind your, firstly, mind your business, isn't it? Firstly, mind your business. No, it doesn't concern you, it's corona time. I don't want someone sitting next to me. Evidently, someone did in the end sit next to me. It was peak, I'll get to that in a second. But I need leg room, I'm six foot three. I don't need to keep saying this on all applications. I'm tall, no, I need leg room. I was already like, yo, if one person's got this, everyone's got it, you know, because there, there was no windows open on this training. It was like three or four hours journey. But some women end up coming sitting next to me and she started backing up the cheese sandwiches. And I'm like, nah, man, if this train is like, this was like last week or last, no, this was on Monday, you know, it ain't even that long ago. This was on like last Monday, just gone, the bank holiday. And it was like 27 or something crazy. 
my girl's backing out making cheese sandwiches on train you know no man it just it was slow and i was like i just come off like a heavy weekend of like drinking chilling being up late you know all the all the stuff that you probably do on a bank holiday weekend depending on where you are in the world and um yeah no nah, the cheese sandwich was just it was too much it was too much i was like yo i if i throw up good it will say in the mask i was thinking i was thinking some wild things i had nothing to do i was shattered and i'm just like yeah, this woman and her cheese sandwiches needs to bounce. And eventually, she was there for like 45 minutes. Some people got off of like basin soak and that, and she got off. But that was my week. And obviously, that's a longer explanation as to why I didn't bring you guys an episode for last week. But we are back. I'll try and see if I can slip in an extra episode at some stage across June, maybe on a Friday or something. But in the last two weeks, the world has, you know, changed drastically in the music scene when i say change drastically i mean it hasn't changed that much but there's some new talking topics which is always good <laughs> there's always something new to talk about so that is what we're going to be running with today of course i want to start off the show by talking about this brand new Roddy rich record you know it's called late at night by now if you're into hip-hop and stuff you probably would have heard of it it is a bagger i got like lie it's a banger it's a very 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 solid solid track when i first listened to it i was like this sounds like high fashion part two which is on please excuse me for being antisocial which was also produced by mustard but like it definitely had those type of vibes like it was like high fashion would be like a part a side and then late at night would be like the part b it's a bit later on in the night you're chilling kind of vibe you know what i mean that's what i kind of got from it obviously same producer if you kind of sing the high fashion lyrics to late at night it kind of fits in pocket as well but then i guess you could say that about like loads of other songs at the same time very enjoyable though very very good it's good to have roddy rich back obviously he dropped that song stunner man with birdman and lil wayne like a couple of weeks ago he's been floating up he's on that voice of the heroes album with lil baby and lil dark as well so it's not like we've been you know absolutely starved of really rich music we haven't because we've had some songs come out but it's nice to have a song that's actually his you know what i mean be out there now doing bits and great song really enjoy it really enjoyed it i went out last night and uh yeah it was i was playing that on repeat like i had like an hour and a half journey no, but an hour and a half journey to get there hour and a half hour journey back i had late at night on at least 10 times there at least 10 times back it was mad you know it was there but let's talk about some of the topics that have gone down this week first topic i want to talk about is koila ray and this freak out that she kind of had after her fate well not even failed but one of her performances out in america like there was a video of people just staring at the stage not dancing not moving at all to koila ray she kind of went on to uh, had a little bit of a, a bit of a twitter breakdown i say twitter breakdown in inverted commas Nicki Minaj came out and showed some support to her, which was a great look for Nicki Minaj because, you know, in the past she's been given a lot of heat for not supporting the up and coming female rappers. I think she's kind of changed her stance now. And like, whereas a couple of years ago, people were like, yo, Nicki Minaj is done out here, you know, Cardi B. Now it's like, where's Cardi B at? Cause that up song was dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully, you know what I mean? Not even respectfully, but respectfully. That Cardi B song up was very bad, right? Even, I didn't even bring in like 2020s issues, but WAP wasn't a good song either. I don't hear that at all. No one's playing that song. Do you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is Nicki Minaj has kind of come around and people are like bear like showing her as love and respect, which they should have been doing anyway, but she did kind of make herself a bit of a public enemy. So it's good to see her, you know, reaching out to the younger female rappers and kind of showing them a bit of guidance. Do you know what I mean? She would have been there probably about 15, 16 years ago now because Nicki Minaj has been hot for a long time. But everyone's had like a botched performance now the person who was in the video there's one female 
who's like just looking at the stage like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like someone please direct me as to what Kayla Ray is doing. She had to come out and say, listen, like when people were just trying to hear no more parties and big purr, yeah, you know I mean, cheese, shout out the sound effects. But like people are trying to hear those. They're not trying to hear like all these other new songs because as much as Koyla Ray's been popping, you know, she appeared in that Muski Trackstar video and Traps, no, you wanna share Trackstar? Yeah, Trackstar, I said it right the first time. I had to sing the song back in my head real quick to make sure that it was correct. But we've seen her blow up in the last six months to a year. She had that song with Gunner called Slide that was decent as well. But she hasn't got songs on songs that if you're on stage, right now from Koyla Ray, I'm doing like half an hour performance. It's not my headline show, so I know that people are outright here to see me. I'm doing no more than half an hour. No More Parties is like a three minute song. Slide with Gunner is about a three minute song. And Big Prr is, again, quite quick. So if I was her, I wouldn't really be trying to do anything longer than that because people are not going to gravitate. Unless you're promoting a new single and you're using, you know, you play your bangers and say, yo, guys, I've got a new single coming up. Like, let's go there's nothing else that people are going to want to hear. Do you know what I mean? There's no dynamic or anything of that that's going to get done. So I think it was disappointing to see. A lot of people were kind of getting onto Quayle Ray as well, saying, you know, you shouldn't act like that. You shouldn't handle your emotions like that. You can't tell people how to handle their emotions for one. That's really and truly what it is. Like, you can't tell people, yo, you're wrong for that, you know? You can't do that because everyone's going to handle things differently. Yes, did it make, she, she kind of victimised herself in that equation, yeah, probably, probably did still, like, do you know what I mean? But then at the same time, if you're going onto Twitter, most people who are using Twitter like that are going to be victimising themselves on something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just, they're, I think it's the best thing to do is to brush it off because the timeline don't care. For, like, you'll be, the, you'll be the, you'll be clown for like, what, a day? It's not nice, don't get me wrong. People don't want to be clowned, don't want to be trolled and stuff like that. Trolling is never, never a good thing, unless it's, you know, friendly amongst your like your group, your friends, whatever. But if it's not, if you don't know somebody, you shouldn't really be trolling people like that. But people that are just moving, oh, rah, look at her. And then what she could have done is say, oh, remember that time when this happened? And by six months, a year's time, people would have forgot. Like, unless you have a good memory, people would forget that and Koyla Ray had a dead performance. And then she would have been like, this is what I command now. And she would have had a whole album out. She would have had bare songs that were hitting out. And then she could, then no one's going to be doing what they were doing at her show. But at the same time, let's let's make some comparisons. Let's draw some stuff here. Like, Drake at Camp Vlognor, I think this is 2019, the Tyler, the Creator Festival, he got booed. Drake, yeah? So if Drake can get booed at Vlognor, and we were booing him heavy, so can anyone. Do you know what I'm saying? Drake is arguably the biggest rapper or biggest artist of the 2010s of the generation. Do you know what I mean? And he's inspired so many people and he will continue to inspire so many people way beyond if he starts making music and stuff. The difference is, is if Drake can get booed, yeah, Quentin Array can get booed, man. I'm not saying that she should have got booed. I'm just, or well, not booed, but like, you know, like no one reacted to her. But if people can act negatively to one of the biggest artists who's got bangers on bangers on deck, why would they not do that to someone who's only got about three or four massive songs that everybody knows? And if they see her name, they're going to want to hear. Do you know what I'm saying? So overall, it's a little bit long this week seeing that go on and develop. But at the same time, Coyle Ray will get over it. And I'm sure she's got some more bangers on deck. I know her cooking show is not too bad, to be fair, where she makes some stuff. So she's doing all right. So I think it was just a bit of like 
it was something that wasn't it wasn't it wasn't L, but it wasn't something that needed to get escalated and made dramatic. But at the same time, if you're fishing for compliments and you're fishing for love, so there is always a place as long as you're loved and as long as you're appreciated on that app. Anyway, moving away from Twitter talk, let's talk about the Mount Rushmore hip hop heads of 20 or well, 2010 to 2020. Now, this was something that was done by Rap Caviar on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify gang, and um, they just basically went around and said that yo. Who do you think were the artists of the 2010s? So again, 2010s would be anywhere from 2010, obviously, to 2019. I don't count 2020, even though 2020 was a write-off year and could have been wrapped up with the last decade anyway. But the main people that were on there, we know. Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, right? They asked fans and stuff for a fourth spot, and it was out of Kanye West, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, and I can't remember who the fourth person was. This is on Twitter. Again, Twitter is a shaky place, but ending up Nicki Minaj with him, I agree 100%, really and truly. If we're going to put someone there who's made an impact, I would say she can. I mean, you think about 2010 and you think about music back then, Wiz Khalifa, if, it was, if this was 2015 and you'd have like best rappers of 2010 to 15 or Mount Rushmore, Wiz Khalifa would have had a shout, but he kind of fizzled out. You know, there's other names that have come in and, you know, probably don't get as much credit as they deserve. Fetty Wap, not gonna lie, you know, like I played six, seven, nine in my mate's car on Friday, and it still pops. Six, seven, I ain't heard six, seven, nine in like five years, but it banged. So there's some people that could have had honorable mentions. I mean, Kanye West, I don't think had a great 2010s. Like, I mean, my dark, twisted, beautiful fantasy was a great album, but Jesus for me. As much as I've unpackaged songs and I've enjoyed some of the songs now. In 2013, I wasn't here for hardly any of that, apart from New Slaves, Blood on the Leaves. Black Skin had grown me as I kept hearing it on like TV adverts. Bound 2 was decent, but let's not lie, everyone just was here for the video. Lil Wayne was big, but we spent most of the 2010s waiting for the Carter 5. When it did drop, it wasn't that great. I mean, it was decent, but it wasn't hitting, hitting. Even Funeral that came out in 2019, no, it came out in 2020, the Funeral album. That wasn't that great. Even the Deluxe weren't amazing. So really and truly, like, he was a, you know, Lil Wayne is the GOAT of the last decade and he's still going to be influential. Like, on my radio shows, I've definitely been, you know, showing a lot of love to a lot of Lil Wayne's recent collabs and stuff like that. So I definitely suggest listening to my show, you know, because I do some sort of predictions and some stuff I mentioned on that. That's Wizard Radio every single Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. And also on Friday nights from 10 to 11 where I do a mix show where you hear me DJ. But what, like I've said, but Lil Wayne is just, he was he's always going to be respected. He's always going to be a GOAT, you know what I mean? Like, but for, if we're talking about people who are not around in that 2010 like that, who became massive artists and well-respected, I feel like Drake, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne and Kendrick, take that spot if they made it like six heads or seven heads you could have travis scott in there i think travis scott might, might have actually been the last person like in that twitter voting category but i feel like travis scott blew up more 20 like 15 16 than it was 2010 2011 was alfaro and most people probably don't know what alfaro is so exactly the alfaro was one of his first mixtapes if not the first mixtape and most people might not be rocking with songs like up echelon with like two chains and ti i think they were the features on that song so you know it's, it's different it's not the same it's not the same scope do you know what i mean so i feel like the mount rushmore thing definitely just made sense but moving on final topic you know what i mean we're getting towards the uh, the end of the good old podcast so far this week but let's talk about cj 
CJ as in CJ from Whoop Day. That song, right? Obviously, I didn't say it. Great. I literally woke up like not that long ago. So I, 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 I was ready to come talk about some topics. You know what I mean? I was ready to come through and jump on this ASAP. But let's talk about CJ because a couple of people, a lot of people have been onto CJ from Jump. When Whoop Day came out, I think it was towards the end of last year, like the beat is amazing. And I feel like with CJ, he was onto a winner because some people, it's like, right, I'm going to bring, I have to, let me do some history before I bring it to the, the current times, right? So like, when Pass Out by Tiny Temper, shout out my UK gang, right? When that came out, the beat was so amazing and Tiny Temper worked perfectly on it that no one could really work with it. Like no one could chat any nonsense. Like so many people tried to do remixes, even like Snoop Dogg and all these other people. I think Buster Rhymes tried to do a remix. Snoop Dogg definitely did a remix of it, but it didn't bang it just wasn't it just weren't a thing it's like some people are just made for certain beats do you know what i mean and that like whoopty song i couldn't really hear anyone else on it they made the remix of it which i think had rowdy rebel and french montana on it it didn't bang it wasn't it wasn't great because they remixed the beat as well and it's like bro i'd like if it's a remix just remix the vocals i don't want to remix the beat do you know what i mean this is not the two, uh, 2000s where them man did like t-pain did like i'm in love with a shipper and then changed the beat even though that banged this time a whoopty remix it didn't bang at all but people have been onto him saying oh he's not real he's not this and that um you know, people, a lot of people have been asking him questions and stuff like Fat Joe asked him, yo, what does Whoopty mean? And he said, I, I made the term universal, but like bigging himself up CJ. And really and truly, it's like a gang greeting in New York. In one of like one of the gangs, I think it's a blood gang in New York. So automatically people from that blood gang will come out and say, yo, like he ain't affiliated with us. Do you know what I mean? Like this is some any human, nah, like dead. Like don't do that, do you know what I mean? And I mean, for them, I mean, they have every right to say that. If it's their greeting, it's their reference, then yeah, why are you using it? Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, we all know that certain things become colloquialized and they can definitely expand and reach out further than where initially a term was started. That's anything, do you know what I mean? The amount of words that are in the UK slang dictionary or urban dictionary, as we're gonna call it, just for the sake of it, they branch out anywhere. I remember going to Cardiff and I heard someone say to me, what are you man saying? And it wasn't like a pull up. It was just uh, asking questions. Don't get me wrong, shout out my Welsh gang. It sounded weird. Uh, like it sounded weird as hell to hear that in Cardiff. But, and especially with the Welsh accent, but am I gonna discourage? No, I mean, that's, if that's how you talk or just don't be, don't be doing that selective talking around me as well. I don't like when people try to do that, you know, I talk normally. So don't try, hello, how are you? And then you see me, what are you saying? No, just say, if you say what you say to everyone, say what you say to everyone. If you say hello, say hello. Simple as that. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. But with the whole CJ situation, everyone found out that his uncle was in the music industry as well. So people were like, oh yeah, he got a co-sign through that. Bit like how the kid Laurie had one similar, like um, Hello You Seen on YouTube did a whole big expose and there's a whole back and forth going on with that. We're not here to do that. But 22Gs, who's like another drill rapper in New York, who's definitely around longer than CJ, said that, you know, he's been just stealing lyrics. CJ's been getting at everybody saying that I'll beat people up and all this. And it's all a bit long. And right now, the way the, like, the, the music world, and I say that in inverted commas as well, because the music world and the actual world is two different, big different things. A lot of people are not on CJ's wave. And people are like, I don't really get CJ. I don't understand it. And then what they're doing is they're making comparisons to 6ix9ine. Now, I don't think this is necessarily the fairest thing to do because I think because of the way 6ix9ine made such an impact, became one of the biggest rappers of 2018, had an L, came out 2020, dropped Goobar, and he's kind of gone a little bit quiet now. 
or if he I haven't looked at social media so it's probably louder on that than he is anywhere else so, but music wise like his album flopped and stuff like people are trying to find the next 6 9 and try and expose them early so they don't get that blow up and to be honest with CJ with the EP that he dropped it wasn't great what I will give 6 9 which I can't give like CJ 6 9 arguably was better was actually no I'm not even arguing 6 9 was a better artist than CJ thus far because when 6 9 was doing like was it Goob no was it Gummo then Kuda then Billy then like he had like seven tracks or something like that all on the Hot 100 and I can't lie even though some of them started to sound the same towards the end they all hits like they all bang and the fact that so many artists who kind of like disowned him once he snitched air quotes like showed how many people actually wanted to work with him where I've seen a reluctance of people to really work with CJ so far and I don't know signing to Coke Boys with French Montana might not necessarily be the greatest look for you either do you know what I'm saying so I think people want to be very quick to like get a CJ and say yeah like I don't get it like you're fake you're not a real gangster and stuff like that me personally I'm not a gangster don't really care to be honest but if it like right now I think the best way for CJ to combat this like negative criticism and stuff around his name is to just drop bangers do you know what I mean like I mean of course it's going to be sticky for him because like if people in New York are getting onto man and you're talking stuff in your tracks people are going to say back up then innit like prove it you know what I mean if I say if I say I scored a world uh, a worldie at the Euro 2020 finals and someone said prove it where's the footage from you know what I'm saying I weren't there you know what I mean England ain't getting that far do you know what I mean so where are I going saying that but do you know what I mean it's obviously that's a bit of a wild comparison but you know what I'm trying to say so the whole thing is yeah it's like if, the, if he can just drop music and bangers and I think he just recently dropped one with, with Faruko so he's trying to go down like the reggaeton route and that if he can just stay consistent and build a lane for himself outside of hip-hop mind his own business and just do what he's got to do so be it but if he's going to talk about that life then someone's going to want to prove it to him and you know you don't want it to be a sticky situation for man because that's where the problems are going to arise so let's just wait and see what happens in the next six months is he going to be a one-hit wonder is he not there's a lot of things to unpackage in that whole situation but i'm out of the building i'm gonna go i want to wish you guys a fantastic week make sure you set up your week right i ain't gonna lie i've got weddings to think about very very soon so man's gonna be you know back on the healthy wave the lockdown wave is over i've been hitting gym already but i need to go back and like start hitting it properly and start getting that broccolini and the uh, asparagus and all them veggies in my life you know what i'm saying so but right now i'm off i'm gonna go uh, watch a couple films and uh I'm gonna go get some takeaway. Let's imagine that. I'm recording this on the Sunday. I'm recording this yesterday, technically. By the time you guys hear it, if you're listening right on the Monday, it's a different story. Jamie, by then I'll be on the broccolini and the asparagus. But for now, for now, I'm just gonna get myself Chinese. I'm gonna go get myself uh, some Haribo. I'm gonna get myself a drink. And I'm gonna keep it moving. So you guys, thank you for listening as always. Make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Twitter, Instagram. Instagram's definitely better. I'm going to be doing some changes to my whole Instagram page and stuff as well. So there'll be more stuff about the podcast. There's more information. Maybe some extra talking points that I'm going to bring towards the podcast as well. I've got a few ideas. I'm just putting them into motion right now. So I'm back and I'll see you guys very, very soon. Take care. Stay safe. Stay blessed. In a bit. Peace.